0: Check, check. One, two, three, four. Check. (laughs) I went to come in and tell you that I was super sorry because I was 20 minutes late, even though you wanted me to get here before three o'clock. If you only knew (laughs) what I went through. So anyway, I brought you a fruit salad for my peace offering.
1: Here, let me move my mic so I can look more into your eyes. Okay. Is that better? Yeah,
0: I woke up today having to order all the food for our staff for Easter because nobody else did it. So that put me about 45 minutes to an hour behind because I had literally Jamba Juice on one line and the Red Robin on the other. And I was going... Hold on, I have the other caterer on one line. Hold on, I need to go give Jamba Juice my credit card. Hold on, Red Robin. So that was about a 45-minute extravaganza. Um, And then I took the dog for a walk, and then there was a loose dog that was running all around. So, of course, I had to scoop him up. And I found somebody to take him to the vet for a microchip scan. Um, And then the meanwhile... Food, like my life revolves around food and whenever I request you to get food, I think you are, your life clearly does not revolve around food the way mine does. I think it revolves around coffee.
1: So I'm Heather and this is Leslie. (laughs) Uh, Leslie, welcome to my favorite part of the day.
0: It's my favorite part. Whether
1: it started when we thought it would or 20 minutes later, doesn't matter. And you got a fruit salad out of it. I have a fruit
0: salad this is something I wanted to discuss. I don't know if we're going to have time to really get into it today or not, but I am actually Jewish by blood, I guess you would say, or history or tradition, not really observant. You're Jewish-ish. I'm a Jew-ish. You're Jewish-ish. Ish. <laughs> yes, I'm a Jewish-ish. Um, I just really wanted to thank all my friends for the invite to the saders that I had this week, which were 0 Nice, nice going. James. Tell me what
1: a seder is, because uh, I know that Easter just happens, and I don't know what a seder is. I thought a seder was like a mythological beast from Narnia, was like half man, half goat. <laughs> what is that?
0: Okay, so it's not that. A seder that is, sounds like
1: fun. <laughs> yeah,
0: it sounds more fun. It sounds like some crazy thing from Game of Thrones. A seder is the meal that you have on the first and second night of Passover or Pesach where you go through a story about the time that the Jews were walking through the desert and banished from Egypt to get out of slavery. This is going to get real boring.
1: But we tell well, that story. We can end the story with Seder, a hardly newer. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Um, I don't even know what to say to that. So you tell the story, you sing a couple songs, you have a meal in between. My favorite part, once I turn like, Probably 15 or 16 is throughout this Seder. You're actually supposed to drink four glasses of wine. So one year, like I said, I was probably 15 or 16. I decided I was really going to observe Seder and try to do that and ended up getting wasted. That was probably my first time ever being drunk and trying to hide it like from my family. That was all together. But plus it's the kosher wine that we had at that time. So it's literally, it's called Manischewitz wine. I've seen that before it's no joke. It's like grape juice with alcohol in it. The sugar content, I can't even imagine how many grams of sugar in it.
1: Um, So two things. One, I um, was an intern for a guy who was Jewish at one point and I was trying to impress him. So I made him kosher dog biscuits for his dog. And I thought that that was like The greatest (laughs) gift ever. Like I bought all new stuff, so the kitchen was kosher. Like I had never used the kitchen in my apartment, so I figured like this is kosher kitchen because I've never cooked anything in here before. And when I presented them to him, he was like, "Thanks, my dog's not practicing. He doesn't keep the faith." But thanks.
0: (laughs) I was gonna say, does he buy kosher? What did did this guy keep kosher? Yes. Oh, he did. So he was observant. Yeah. So he didn't make his dog keep kosher. That's interesting. He was a progressive. Most parents do.
1: We have to look this up since we're both animal people to see if there is like kosher dog offerings. Um, And then my second, my second experience. um, That's my new business, kosher dog food now. I was in love with a Jewish man for a time. I still like him a lot. Yeah. (laughs) It's inappropriate for me to love him because he's in a relationship right now. Um,
0: Isn't everybody that you and I love? (laughs) Not
1: not only a relationship, but they're usually married as well. But he was Jewish-ish. So he grew up Jewish, but he wasn't super practicing. Was his
0: mom Jewish? Yes. He's a Jew. That's how we roll. Your mom's Jew, you're a Jew. He would eat like bacon. They all do. You think (laughs) Steven Spielberg is home keeping kosher? He's one of the tribe. I'm pretty sure he's probably a bacon eater. Happy holidays. Thanks for all the invites, Jewish friends. I'll keep it in mind for next time. And that's kind
1: of... I'm feeling, knowing you, I'm feeling some Snapchats that only you will see.
0: (laughs) Yeah, um, I find it interesting that you have now hopped on Snapchat and discovered that world.
1: I felt the pressure. I mean, because of what I do for a living, media... I have to come up with quote-unquote content constantly. And holidays really have the advantage of like, oh, here's some themed content I can do. And of course, everyone who has been on Snapchat knows about the bunny filters on Snapchat, the ears. And I'm like, great. This is the one time in my entire life where I really feel like these are appropriate.
0: Well, I think you did a good job.
1: (laughs) I, I will tell you.
0: See, you put yours out publicly that I find... The anger that drives me for Snapchat
1: is what makes it entertaining. Great. That's what I was going for. It, but I do believe this is why when I texted you on your way in and I said, I'm going to need your help because I don't know if I accidentally posted like 15 of my attempts like to my Snapchat. <laughs> so like look. I don't know. I don't okay, know. I don't know to works. follow you now
0: on Snapchat. I'll find you. To be in all fairness, I got this new phone that I'm still figuring it out, but I need to because it's my therapy. Mm -hmm. Although this has now become my new therapy. I just think about everything I want to complain about now when I come in and I'm like, oh, I have the podcast for that. That'll save me 160 bucks and
1: (laughs) probably some pharmaceuticals. So we're good to go. Well, my, you know, it's funny that you say that because my screen name across all platforms is Heather Lee MD. MD. And um, the MD stands for music director, but I never knew I always went doctor. Well, isn't that funny? When I chose that, it was accurate. That was my title at the time. But in my head, it was kind of like an inside joke because my parents always wanted me to be a doctor. And when I initially started going to school, that's what I was doing. So I'm like, oh, look, I'm an MD, what my family always hoped for me to be um, on Insta. Yes. on Facebook. But recently, one of my coworkers, who should know what MD stands for. I mean, it's a title that is held prolifically in this industry. Right. But she goes... Heatherly M.D. So I thought you were from Virginia originally, but you're from Maryland. <laughs> I'm rolling my eyes right now. Like, I'm like music director. And she just looked at me blankly like crickets, you know.
0: I do laugh, though, that you picked M.D. Because my screen name is Leslie Renee LVT. And nobody knows what that means. Licensed vet tech. That's right. Licensed veterinarian technician. Yes. Very official, but actually today I was walking, and for some reason your Snapchat was in my head. So now I have to figure out. I feel like I'm going to change my my handle on everything. Mm. I think I'm going to change it from LBT. I just haven't decided what it's going to be yet. I'm, I just Mrs. decided Jordan Knight. Oh, there's a million of those. Oh, really? <laughs> oh my god, no! There's so many because if you follow him, it's so funny. When I first started following him on, I'm glad you brought Jordan up again because I do have updates. We're back together. Oh, in my head. I I love that. Like I said, we go through all these scenarios. We, you know, we're broken up. We had a relationship. We broke up again and now we're back together all without
1: him knowing any of this. Mm -hmm. It's wonderful. It's all in my head. It's funny, though, that you bring that up because there's something that women do that men don't understand, which is we can have a bad dream where they do something terrible and wake up and then we're mad at them for the rest of the day. That's how powerful the things in our head are.
0: I've had men do that to me. I've had men have bad dreams about me, tell me about it, and then basically punish me about it for weeks on end, thinking that I actually cheated on them even though that was their fear in their head and it never happened. But yes, it is powerful. I think human human emotions in general are powerful, but there are many Mrs. Jordan Knights on Instagram because mm. they all try to follow me once I started following the official Jordan Knight on Instagram. So
1: I think my real question is, because you have admitted that you're only interested in one to two hot nights with Jordan Knight. But what if you were in a plural marriage where you didn't have him every night and you shared him with like 8 million other women? So in the end, you had your few nights a year, but you also had the title of Mrs. Jordan Knight, 876. (laughs) 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 <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, you know i think i'd be okay with that for a while and then you get to the point where you just want your own person and you want the day-to-day life with them but maybe for like a year or two i could do miss jordan knight eight seven six <laughs> maybe that's what i'll change to no i'm i'm keep, i'm gonna keep my own name i don't want to take on anybody else's name for yeah. all the work i've done to create this brand leslie renee i'm all about me now I'm all about you
1: too. I know. So, I- <laughs> <laughs> uh all right, tell me about your weekend. I've just been having a lot of thoughts this weekend. Um a lot of changes in in life stuff have been happening um and when I feel the tumultuous uh pull of change. Cuz like change can be really good. I like I like to think of it as not necessarily bad. It's just jarring, you know, when things change. Um I like to just go back to the basics which is what is the meaning of life? So for me the meaning of life is to give and receive love. Like that's the basic bottom line like why are we here? Give and receive love, right? So then the next step for me is, okay. here's my choice. Either I'm going to be a doctor and give large amounts of love to like few people in my life, or I'm going to be in entertainment and give small amounts of love to a whole lot of people in my life, which is one reason why I'm in media and radio, because I want to give smiles constantly to lots and lots of people as opposed to saving the life of one every day, you know. So when I get upset or emotional about what's going on in my life, I just take a step back and I'm like, well, is this productive towards my basic goal of giving and receiving love? So I try to just breathe and get through it and and whatever. But it's been a struggle. I'm
0: amazed with you right now because I actually believe everything you're saying. And this is not my thought process at all. (laughs) Like You were approaching life with this very, here's my plan. This is how I'm going to achieve it. Here's the different avenues I can achieve this, you know, giving and receiving love. And I'm a tornado. So (laughs) everything I do is like a tornado. That's why I'm chronically 30 minutes late everywhere I go. So if you're friends with me, you got to know it. And it's not personal and just kind of schedule in for it and probably give me a half an hour earlier time. However... I don't think things out. Like I know I'm a people pleaser and I don't necessarily think that's a positive thing. I think it's probably comes from not being confident and wanting people to like me. Um, I'm working on that, but it's not because I don't necessarily think I do things all the time for the right reasons. And I definitely don't have a plan. My plan in life, and it's so sweet that yours is about giving and receiving love. Mine is just, I want to be happy. I want peace and I want to be happy. Not peace for the world. I mean, that would be great if that was part <laughs> of it. But for me, my life has not been peaceful, mm-hmm. like, ever. I mean, I just, I get, oh, therapy 101, so let's talk about my childhood. Um, yeah. It was not peaceful, and neither has anything been since. So my whole goal is really about me being happy and, and hopefully other people participating in that happiness. And I think that's kind of awesome that you can sit down and think of things and you have your goal and if you're not getting to that goal then you start looking at the changes that need to happen where I just start spinning and I'm like okay change I need to make a change
1: no and it's I've mentioned this before and it's not really like a joke it's serious I feel like I'm very simple and I have sociopathic tendencies it's like (laughs) does this help me reach my very basic goal of giving and receiving love and if it doesn't I move on. Well, you're like the ocean
0: <laughs> where you come in and go out very peacefully and and there's a rhythm because the moon and we can get into all of that science of that, but it's pretty reliable. Like there's tides, they're predictable, even though they change. I'm the tsunami <laughs> that that comes from the earthquake. So, and that just comes and crashes into the shore. So I, I really actually appreciate your approach better. You're just a steady movement of the ocean. Sometimes you're high tide, sometimes you're low.
1: we did just have four twenty, so it's high tide, yeah
0: <laughs> and yeah, when you did say, you celebrate four twenty
1: No, I well, not in the way that others did, yeah um, <laughs> we are in Seattle, so four twenty is allowed uh to celebrate it how it was intended.
0: Do you want to know how I celebrated four twenty
1: if you want to share?
0: So normally, I really would celebrate 420 the appropriate way. Instead, I decided it would be a great idea to sign up for a 10K race with my friends on a Saturday morning. I wake up at 6 o'clock. I spend an hour, again, being late, in bed, talking myself out of doing this race.
1: We all do that, though. (laughs) I'm so glad that you bring this up because this this is a widespread issue. If you are an adult... And you plan something, yes or no, there's a part of you that hopes it will be canceled right before it happens. 100% of the time. And when it is canceled, it the relief, because you don't have to do it, but it's not your fault you're not doing exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> <Go laughs> All on. the time.
0: And th- so that's what I went through yesterday. I mean, secretly, like if it would have poured rain, then I would have had an... Ex- do you mind that my shoes aren't on?
1: I, I love mean, your I'm feet. missing
0: one... Silver toe, Speaking but the rest of them are in pretty good condition.
1: Speaking of your feet, if we're gonna do this aside, yeah, okay. This
0: is oh, the pedicure that I got.
1: It lasts pedicures last February.
0: That's when I'm about mid-February. Oh, look how so we have silver toes <laughs> and black and white Mickey Mouse toes. We're so cute, crazy. Um, <clears throat> all right, back to this race. So I'm laying there talking myself out of it. That you know. This probably isn't good for me. I just got over the flu and I had a fever and then I went to work and I didn't sleep the night before and I'm tired. I mean, 101 excuses. One of my friends I run with is amazing. She's driven. She has the stamina, endurance, and it's good she exists or I would not be running Mm -hmm. Um, just because I feel guilty to cancel on her. I just feel it's not nice and she would never do it unless she was dying. She also has a family member that is sick a lot and we've had conversations about this joking and she calls this family member a poor doer because in veterinary medicine there's animals that just are sickly. We were talking, I want to say she was explaining this to me and it was about calves and when they get sick a lot or have issues or maybe they're like the runt, you know, the litter, they're kind of called poor doers. Hmm. So I have this thing that I don't want to be a poor doer. (laughs) To be the runs of the litter sickly animal out there so I got myself up and I got dressed and I went out and I did it I suffered through it I was glad I did it though that's how I celebrated and then I came home and took a really long nap and cleaned my house
1: I feel like Nike needs a campaign like poor doers like because do it is their tagline
0: not oh my gosh not, Nike needs a campaign for what we just talked about for yeah. everybody
1: else just don't do it for the poor doers <laughs>
0: And then like we wouldn't have to
1: feel guilty. Nike, seriously, you should be listening to this because we But I mean, imagine sponsoring an anti-do-it campaign. Like you could focus it on street drugs, don't do it, instead of just do it.
0: (laughs) I don't know. I just envision like you or myself not together, laying in bed and having this talk in our head and actually instead of beating ourselves up for not doing something because we took up we bit off more than we could chew, Nike's saying there are some days when you just don't do it. And instead, <gasps> they show you with a Nike shoe walking to brunch. Yes. Or just sleeping in with your Nike slippers or just giving yourself a break and being a normal adult. Because it's a do you. Do you. <gasps> just do you. Yeah. Or Jordan.
1: Yes. Yes. <laughs> I feel like we're appropriating their slogan, but in a better way than they're using it. So I agree. It's like when you cover a song and you do—you actually do a better, a better job. Cover exactly. Also, I want to point something out that is so adorable about you, and I don't know if you know how often you do this. Oh, sorry, um, but I always smile a little bit inside. When you do oh that. God, is it my neck? <laughs> no, it's, okay. So. Just now you're telling the story and you're like, yeah, I imagine us in bed, not together. There are so many times when you make sure that I know that you're not hitting on me. Well, and <laughs> I, have, well, I happens, have reasons. It happens all the time. And it, it just tickles me because it's like we are two women who have long histories with men. I know anatomically that I'm not what you want, like <laughs> I know this and it it always tickles me that you make sure that I understand when you say something you're not like going for me and i
0: <laughs>
1: funny though it's so Here cute you have to clarify that and
0: and I will say in i and I do a lot of this too in my defense, but we were joking around about hey, you know, maybe someday we'd like to live somewhere else by Seattle. It would be fun, right? We happened to have that conversation, and I and we were talking about places, and I said, hey, you know, if you have to actually move somewhere, maybe I'd consider moving with you just because then I would know somebody and we could help each other with our animals and blah, 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 blah. And your reply to me was, okay, but I wouldn't be making enough money to support you. <laughs> I think I was silent and I said, Yes, I would probably support myself. That to me is something that a couple would have to have a conversation about. So I feel oh, like I need okay. you to, I understand. to know that although I love you and I do I love you so much as a friend, I'm not in love with you. Well,
1: okay, so I'll back up. That that makes sense. Um, no
0: <laughs> <laughs> See, she gets it now.
1: No, I um so I was inviting these conversations by the fact that in my heterosexual life partnerships with my heterosexual friends, there have been times when I have had friends move in with me and I have supported them for periods of time. Are you serious? Yes. I don't. You get
0: yourself. I'm, I'm eating fruit while we're talking. You get yourself into situations that. Are you
1: still friends with these people? Um, some of them. OK. So it's nice. Here's the deal with me. When you're friends with me. I understand that a lot of us functional, productive adults are one, two paychecks away from being homeless. That's the current uh, reality that we all live in. And I like to think that I'm the type of friend to my friends that not only is there as a safety net, because the older we get, we don't have parents around necessarily or older family that can help. Um, Not only that, but my mind is a really borderless Sahara of like possibility and not everyone sees all the possibilities so if i have a friend who's sitting here like oh i wish i could do x y and z but i can't because i don't have the money or i'm stuck i want to be the hero and swoop in and say no imagine this you can make it happen you want to move somewhere else i'm moving somewhere else like look you know or i hate my job but i can't go to culinary school because i won't have money to live oh, why don't you move in with me for two years? You know, don't pay rent. Like, get your culinary degree and then move out and be happy. Like, I want to be able to offer those thought processes to people that maybe aren't thinking about them.
0: Are you still... I'm trying to figure this out, and I think you may be a little bit out of it, but you are not part of the millennial generation, right? Would you be, would you be that generation in between the Gen X, which is myself, and then... Is it Jen
1: gener- Y? So I am, it, it depends. Where, where you, are you? <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> what am I? Um, it depends who is defining it. There is a comedian that I love whose name I don't know how to pronounce. Like, so you would think that I don't love her because I can't. Alyssa Slicinger. Okay. L- I don't Eliza, know. Eliza Anyway. We'll look her up. But she identifies as an elder millennial. An elder millennial is what I identify as. (laughs) Okay. So that,
0: it makes sense because for me, and it's a little bit different. I had plenty of friends whose parents did help them, but I didn't have that. So I never grew up that way. I didn't have that. And I expect nothing from anybody except for myself financially, unless you've been in a partnership and a relationship and you have that, you've had a life together. And I think that's a little bit different. That's what we now call marriage. Hmm. I actually am lucky that I have planned to be more than one or two paychecks out Mm. that I've been okay in that situation, but like, I would never go to my mom for help ever. Mm -hmm. And I love my mom, but I think she did what she could. And going back to episode one or two, she is difficult, Suzanne. So my mom will do something for you, but it will come back to you
1: Mm -hmm. in
0: some way. And I, I don't, I don't think she does that on purpose, but like if we get in a fight I will absolutely hear before the end of that fight, oh, really? Well, I didn't do X, Y, and Z for you. Even though I didn't ask for X, Y, and Z, and it was her idea to do X, Y, and Z, I'll still get the slap on the hand for it. Mm -hmm. And I hate it. So I am the opposite. I am fiercely independent. Mm -hmm. Um, I have many borders. So I'm almost the opposite doesn't mean I wouldn't help somebody, but like I would never if I could allow you to be on the street, I would let you stay in my house for a while. But then, you know, it would be Heather McDonald's is hiring.
1: Yes. We're not going
0: to do your dream job today. You're going to get a job.
1: understood
0: Understood. you would want me to have my dream job and that's so sweet of you and i do me too this is why we i need to marry you but not sleep with you
1: but i love you because you wouldn't take advantage of me so that's what i run into so i'm like i want to be the cheerleader for your happiness and then i end up with people that end up taking advantage of me as opposed to you who would be like thank you i'm gonna kick ass and be this awesome person all I really needed was someone to believe in me. Right. So. Exactly. That's why you're awesome.
0: But back to, that is why I always have to define our relationship. That we are not a lesbian couple. We're heterosexual friends. We are. Not that there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> it's okay. But that's why I define that. And you know what? I have to be honest. Moving out to Seattle from the East Coast, I was very close with my friends on the East Coast. And, you know, you hug and I would tell them I love them and... They were the type of people you could call up at a moment's notice and go out to dinner. And it's been, it's been very different for me here. Like everything's planned out. There's just a little bit of distance between you and people. So that closeness and that comfortableness is still, after being in Seattle for 14 years, is foreign to me now. Hmm. So when somebody's comfortable and relaxed and gets close to me and, and is honest with me, I'm
1: not sure what to make of it. Well, um, that that is yeah, that's a Seattle thing, man. If you've been here for any length of time, they call it the Seattle freeze. But I just that's almost too kitschy. Like it's, it's different. Yeah, it's 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 different. Um, but so I guess publicly, I will never try to kiss you or feel your publicly, body in an inappropriate way. But you would do it in the booth while nobody's looking. No, no. <laughs> you said publicly. <laughs> Privately, I'll attack you. I will never, I will never cross the line. I'm not worried about you. Okay.
0: That's just my, it's the same thing as when we talk and walk around Green Lake, why I have to look around me and make sure nobody's listening. Mm -hmm. I just have these things that I do and I do it all the time. I was out to dinner with a friend this week and she is in the same field that I am in and she's awesome and we were actually just, we're having some wine, talking about things and I would say, wait a second, and then I'd have to look around the whole restaurant, and then I would tell her my story, just in case, because it's happened to me that somebody's sitting behind you that you know, and they hear it, and before you know it, it spreads like
1: wildfire. We're very popular people, so... That's right.
0: I am. I ran into somebody at the race yesterday who was Hmm. volunteering, and like I'm running towards the finish line, and I heard, hi, Leslie, great job, and I looked, and it was a girl who's actually in this running group that I started. This was like a big moment for me, actually. I met this girl a couple years ago because I do all these races. And by the way, I'm not an athlete. I just sign up for races and I show up. Not the first to finish, not the last, but usually in the bo- I'm in the bottom 30% of finishers.
1: As someone who actually is not an athlete, I find you to be an athlete. And it's kind of like when someone says, yeah, I don't really play guitar. I just like do a little bit. And then you see them at an open mic and you're like, look at you. So I show up. That's really my skill. Yes. I really just show up. And it, yesterday was, was a poor
0: showing. But I showed. And the girl I ran with yesterday, um, a couple of us did it. And one, she's in good shape. She ran ahead. But she was really tired, too. We were both struggling. We had to walk a little bit. And at the end of it, she's like, I'm proud of us. Like, we did good today. And I feel like we did good. And I said, you know what? 90% of the people did nothing today. We got up. We ran 6.2 miles. I had a walk to the race. While I walked over... Walked around over 11 miles yesterday, so I was happy with that. So this girl I met at a different race a couple years ago, and she and I started talking. Actually, I need to tell this story. Do I have time?
1: Yes, this will be our last story. Um, Just so everyone's aware, and I'm talking to you right now, 47 minutes (laughs) is when we cut ourselves off. We're going to aim for 35, but 47 is our absolute cutoff. So if we're in the middle of a story, it's like... We're going to be done. It's over. Boom. You're going to be like, what happened? And you're going to have to listen to the next one. 47 minutes.
0: Okay. Go. Hard cut. <laughs> so a couple years ago, I did this goal with my friend, 12 races in 12 months. Didn't all have to be half marathons, so we had some 5Ks, 10Ks, and a half marathon or two in there. At one of the races, my friend brought her whole family. It was pouring rain. I'll never forget it. It was a trail run, but there was a girl there was kind of hanging out and she was by herself in the area that we were hanging out and she started talking to me so I started talking to her we run together during the race and at the end of it you find out she's a ghost. No but it's not far off. It's not far off so I said I made a comment about is she coming to brunch with us with my friend's family because I thought we were all going to brunch after and I thought she was part of my friend's family she was not (laughs) She was a cousin. I'm like, Oh, and where do you live? Like how long are you here to see Kim? And she said, Who's Kim? I'm like, Oh, isn't aren't you part of her family? She said, No, I was actually just being a nice person and talking to you. <laughs> I I was so embarrassed. I was like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. You know, but let's exchange information. I I said, I've never had anybody just befriend me like that, especially at a race before. I mean, usually you'll talk a little bit, but like she and I were like friends and I it was
1: instant. And I thought it was because she knew my friend. Like they were relatives, but that was not it at all. This happens to I am that person all the time. Cause I'll go to concerts by myself. You know, when you stand at a concert and you're one person, I'll end up standing near people and then like their other friends come up and they think that I'm someone else's. I am that person all all the time okay
0: so you get it it, w- it was rather funny but she and i kept in touch and i started my own running club and she's in it she's yet to make it to a race so when she listens to this and i, I feel like she will i feel like she's gonna hear this um i think she's amazing
1: what's the first rule of running club show up what's the second rule of running club don't poop yourself Okay, but you're allowed to make pee pee while you're running, right? When you're doing a marathon, you're allowed to just pee, free pee, right? On oh, yourself? Yeah. No, they have porta-potties. It's I, Are you sure? I'm not a runner. I've never even done a 1K. I don't pee
0: myself when I run, and I've run, run quite a few half marathons.
1: Aren't there you people stop. who do, though?
0: You know what, there may be if they're trying to win or yes. really going for it, but in my running world and my running club, like, soiling yourself in any way <laughs> is really not acceptable when there are other options. Okay. I mean, I've had, I'm trying to think if I've ever had a pullover and go in the woods. I mean, yes, in a car, but actually during a race. Yeah. No. No.
1: No. Speaking of this, have you seen that period under- underwear that you can just free bleed into? Yeah, that's not, yeah, gross. I was wondering, oh, uh, are you using it right now? No. Okay. I'm not
0: judging you. I mean, you're... I am
1: bleeding right now, but I'm not <laughs> bleeding into my underwear. <laughs> Thank you. I wonder not if it would work though, like for that purpose. You
0: know, it, it depends on the
1: distance. It could work, but
0: it, it's funny. Okay. It's funny you bring this up because yesterday one of the girls running wore a different combination running pants and underwear than she normally does mm-hmm. i go commando yeah like if i'm wearing yoga pants or running pants like i do not have underwear on right now just so you
1: know i go commando i feel like i should high five you for that but then i'm afraid that you'll think i'm flirting with you.
0: <laughs> no i need to be free when i'm in my exercise <laughs> pants it's funny you say that because we had this whole conversation i made some comment about running yesterday and she said i know this whole race I'm going to be concentrating on my specific run of my underwear rubbing against my running pants. And I was like, well, that's why you just don't wear underwear. She tried it. She didn't like the commando. I can't. I I don't get people who actually wear underwear when they're running. But I would imagine that underwear, especially if you're longer distances, like you would rub. Like you'd get Mm -hmm. like, like I can't wear shorts when I run and I'm, I mean, I'm not overweight, but like my thighs rub together. That would hurt. But there's girls in these short shorts and I'm like, God, I don't know how they're not chafing and like rubbing together. I don't know. It's a whole thing. But there was also a girl, there's, there was a whole news article about this um, who did just let herself bleed. Like she ran a marathon. I don't know if it was Chicago or Boston, New York, one of the bigger ones. And she had her period. She didn't want to deal with it. So she just bled and, I don't know. I mean, good for her if that was comfortable and it was all over social media. But, like, that's not what I want to be known for on social Mm -hmm. media that I just don't feel like wearing a tampon.
1: TMI for you. Do you want to join my running world now? No, but I... This podcast has gotten very, very girly. Yeah. And I was, just, <laughs> hey, no, I was we've, just,
0: we've offended some guys. No, out there. I
1: was just thinking about the Diva Cup. Now, um, have you heard of the Diva Cup? It's such a ridiculous name. Okay, I know what it is, but I'm trying
0: to. Is that the one for the period,
1: or is that the one if you have to go to the bathroom? No, it's it's for the period. Yes, so, I have heard. Yeah, of it. so for those who ha- who don't know, if you're not a diva, um, it's a little silicone cup that you fold and insert and it collects and then you remove it and rinse it, Uh, which for me, I've not tried it. It seems like way too much work. Um, It's probably better for the environment. Yeah, you can use it for the environment um, for sure. Yeah, so you are looking at me like I was having thoughts and my thoughts were just like, Oh, yeah. The Diva Cup. Like it, it just kind of like <laughs> raped my brain really quick. Like, should it we talk sense. about that, too? But we don't have to because we're not endorsing it. No,
0: we're not endorsing it.
1: All right. We have not hit 47 minutes, but I
0: mean, I have to bring it around full circle. OK, because the girl who I met who is not my friend's cousin was volunteering at the run yesterday. So I'm like chugging it towards the finish line and i heard go leslie oh my god and i was like lindsey i'm so excited to see you so and it just made me so happy because here she's like my running friend that i made and it was super cool
1: i feel that the title of this episode should be not my friend's cousin
0: (laughs) yes i like that not my friend's cousin
1: what are we talking about next time
0: we we owe you an episode next time. So we need to talk about things that are they really weird or do the boyfriends just think they're weird?
1: Okay. If you want to. I have so many of those things.
0: I know.